I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Iron Brew Podcast is sponsored by Henley Granite and Marble. Henley Granite and Marble offer very competitive pricing on a huge range of worktops. We pride ourselves on our fantastic customer service and three working day lead time from template to installation on standard kitchen worktops. For more information, visit henleygranitandmarble.co.uk. Quote Iron Brew for 10% off your quotation. Small enough to care, big enough to cope. Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard and Neil Wright for this one. So like we did on the last episode, we've got a grouping of four games. We're going to look at them a little bit in general and we'll probably focus on the Oldham game in a bit more detail because that's the one that's most recent. Um, but yeah, so the games we'll, we'll look at for this one. So obviously there's the draw, one-all draw at Salford. There's the 2-0 defeat to Exeter. The one-all draw at Orient. And then of course, last night, one-all again at Oldham. So maybe just generally, first of all, I mean, we were saying, weren't we, beforehand that... You know, we, we hardly had any draws this season. No, we can't stop drawing. I've got money placed regularly at the bookies for a 1-1 draw now for the next <laughs> five games. So. What have you made of it overall then, the, the last, sort of, I don't know, two or three weeks really? Um, because, it, I don't know, like when you consider the, the games we've had previously, you know, there was a couple of wins in there. These last four, has, has it sort of changed your, your view a little bit? Well, what frustrates me at the minute is I don't think we know which good thought you know, it's going to turn up on any given day. I mean... We were non-existent against Exeter. Yeah, we were. I thought we had a decent game against Salford, and then last night I thought we were absolutely going to come away with three, four, five on the score sheet. Mm. You just, yeah. you just don't know what's happening at the minute. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's the sort of frustrating thing, isn't it? I mean, when you when you look back at them, you'd say, yeah, the Salford one. That's that's probably a good point. You know, I mean, yeah. really though, there was chances in there. We could have maybe got something. Exeter, like we were saying on the last one or the one before, and when we were talking about you know the likes of the Bolton and that, it, you know, the, there's a case that they were just you know a better standard of opposition and a better team. But equally, I think you know we made a lot of mistakes in there, which we can we can come on to. Uh, but then when you could you think at Leighton Orient. I, you know, I think we we could have easily won that one. You know, certainly Oldham was, as we'll discuss, you know, based on that first half display, especially if we had a little bit more edge going forward, they, you know, we, we could have easily got two or three in that first half. I think you're right. I think it's just sort of a lack of quality now in the final third. I think um, defensively, given that it's sort of a makeshift defence, um, we're actually doing pretty well. Um, mm. Not really giving away many chances like we were sort of earlier in the season and I think he's really kind of um, tightened the defence up so I think he, he deserves a lot of credit for that and I think um, Clark's obviously made a big difference. Uh, now he's inside at, at centre-back, I think he looks really comfortable there and I think um, it was a bit of a dodgy sort of situation. Obviously the, the centre-back's out, all three centre-back's out um, could Clark slot in there and, and do well? And I think he has done. I think actually Bedeau's, um playing really well as well alongside him. So I think defensively we're sound. But um, for me, yeah, there's just just a lack of quality in that final third. I think we've, we saw, saw it last night on a number of occasions. The final shot or you know the final cross into the box wasn't quite right. Um, and there was just no one following in last night. I think that was my main um, concern, really. I think we played some decent stuff at times, but... I think if we had a proper striker or a striker who knows where to be and, um, you know, kind of fox in the box, I think they'd have probably scored a couple last night. You look at sort of like a Hooper or a Sharp, um, they'd have just been tapping those in and, and it would have been a, an easy win, I think, in the end. But, um, yeah, overall, I think it's, it's been OK. I think, obviously, you mentioned, Brad, that we were struggling to get any any points on the board and uh, we've had, had a lack of draws all through the season. So, I think... Um, at the moment, given the defence has tightened up and, and obviously we're not quite putting teams away at the other end, I, I suppose it's, uh, like Neil says, you know, it, it's probably um, a good bet, really, um, a draw at the moment uh, in, in the game. So, um, but yeah, I think it, it's been OK. I think the Exeter game, as you say, was was really disappointing. I don't think we turned up for that. Um, and I know there's been a chopping and changing of the, the team that doesn't help. Um but yeah, I thought last night and Leighton Orient were missed opportunities, really. I think um, two games we, we probably should have gone on to win. I know 
Leighton Orient where a couple more um, refereeing decisions go against us. And I suppose there was one last night they were arguing that um, it was our ball in the lead up to their goal. So, um, you know, they're not going our way and, and it is frustrating, but um, you just hope in the next few weeks we see a bit more of that sort of football we saw first half last night, a lot more kind of um, purpose to our play, getting the ball forward quickly, green, obviously having a good game or a good half. Uh, making those forward runs and, and being really energetic. I think we need to see more of that. And, and hopefully, I think we're kind of edging towards safety now. And as soon as, you know, we, we, we're pretty much there, um, I think you'd like to see a bit more attacking football and a bit more a bit more intent, really, to, to really have a go at teams. I think we started to see that a little bit last night, but I still think there's, there's a bit more to go. This is KDB's fit, Matt. No. No, I don't think he's fit, is he? No, I, I don't think he is, to be honest. I think we, obviously, I, I think I mentioned last week, you've got to remember he's had a serious injury and yeah. um, he's coming back from it. And I think he's looking better. I think um, he's, he's back he's, a lot earlier as well, isn't he? Then, you know, we were yeah. before five months, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I think he's, he's, he's getting sharper with each game. I think um, he'd obviously be disappointed he came off. Last night, I think that was probably the wrong call at the time. I would like to see him stay on. I think he was... He was kind of whipping a few good balls in and um, I think Loft, to be honest, he, he looked a little bit tired last night and, and didn't have much service and I think he was having one of his poorer games. So I would have probably kept Kev on. Um, but yeah, I think he's, he's done well considering, you know, he, he's ahead of schedule. I think he's played a lot of minutes recently um, and, you know, the goals aren't quite come in, but he's, he's had a couple of assists and he's looking okay. Um, he's still, you know, I think he's still miles off, Neil, to be honest. But um, Yeah, he's not as sharp as he was, is he? No, he's not, but he's he's kind of edging towards fitness. And I think the, the thing yeah. with him as well, we're, we're trying to play him in, I don't know, I don't know where he's supposed to be playing at the moment. It's um, he, he seems to be sort of out wide one minute and he's taking all the free kicks. I, I, don't, I don't know. He's not out and out striker, is it? I think he's he's trying to make things happen. And, um, you know, we've seen it a little bit. He's back defending as well, isn't he? He's, he is, he's yeah. Kind of cover, he's kind of covering every, every inch of the pitch, really. He is, which, you know, it's good to see him back there. I mean, I'd prefer him yeah. putting the ball in the net. Um, but, you know, he, he is working hard for the team. And I know, obviously, he's, he's not fit. So, you know, you, you've, got to, you've got to give him credit for that. And hopefully, in the next few weeks, um, with a few more minutes under his belt, I think he probably just needs a goal, doesn't he? I think, uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what he needs. He wanted the penalty at, at Salford. Yeah. And, uh, whether yeah. it, you know, it, it's one of those, when you see them arguing over it, you think, oh, God, whoever takes it normally misses <laughs> Um, you know, thankfully that went in. But yeah, I think he just needs a goal, and I think when he gets that, you'll you'll start seeing um, you know a bit more of the the Kev we know. But I think yeah, he's he's not doing badly. Um, no, I, I think he's coming back game by game, and and hopefully, as I say, with hopefully if we kind of let the handbrake off a little bit and, and let our creative players like Green and and you know get them involved a little bit more in games and, and just tell them to you know go and entertain and go and attack I think that will that will really help Kev kind of um, have a strong end to the season Talk about taking the shackles off I mean you know Cox has been chopping and changing the last what it feels like last dozen games or so do you think we've reached the stage now with what 12-13 games left he don't care how many minutes people have played just get out there start playing the 4-4-2 start playing the exciting football let's start putting these teams under more pressure. Well, I think it probably comes back to what Matt was just saying there about, you know, we, we're not that far off safety now, really, mathematically, no. are we? And, you know, I mean, Grimsby are getting cut adrift, aren't they? So, you know, there's, yes. there's distance between it. Um, I, I'm wondering if, if it is like what Matt's saying there, you know, let's just let's just get to that that point where we are mathematically yeah. safe you know you know these these draws that we've had yeah well it can be a little bit frustrating at times let's consider the fact that earlier on in the season you know we ch- probably we wouldn't have got the draws we'd have probably lost them we wouldn't have got back into the game um equally as well maybe these draws seem a little bit frustrating compared to the last couple of games because we went on that run didn't we we had a couple of wins in there so by mm-hmm. comparison you know it, it feels a little bit worse off but I, I do wonder if it's just a case of let's just get these points on the board and then once we are mathematically safe then we can sort of maybe try a few things we can swap some players about perhaps you know and maybe play a little bit like we did first half last night and just just see what these players can do when we're going into you know into summer and into next mm. season and seeing what sort of team that he, he actually wants next season because at the minute it's like you said Neil earlier on you know you're not entirely sure which Scunthorpe's going to come out no. I'm not entirely sure you know of the way that Neil Cox actually wants this team yet and that's you know that's not 
any criticism on him or anything like that. I'm just genuinely quite interested to see which way we'll go. And I think once we're much ma- mathematically safe, we might get a better idea of what next season is going to be like. Well, I was surprised when I saw him, because we played the diamond at Orient, didn't we? Yeah. And I don't know how many times he's played the diamond this season, but we certainly didn't look comfortable playing it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting one. I think he's probably got one eye on next season and the players that might not be here. Um, obviously, Issa's missing last night. We don't really know what's happened there. But I think um, from what I'm hearing, he's told the club, you know, he's not going to be here next season and he wants to move on and, and try and get, you know, a move to a League One or higher. And I think, you know, he's... He had a decent season for us last season. He's not really done it this season. I think he's been in and out of the team. It's, it's not, we've not been great, have we? I mean, it, it's not a, been a good season, really, um, because of the stop-start nature for anyone to really impress too much. And I think he's has been a bit of a, um, you know, because of that, he's not been able to show what he can do as, as much as he probably would have liked. But I think on the back of um, sort of last year, I think he will have takers in the summer. So, um, you know, we don't really know what's happening there. Uh, and I think it probably gets to the stage where Cox will be looking at players who are going to be here next season and get those in the team and, and see what they can do, which I've got no problems with. You think back to how where we were and, and what we were looking like sort of in the first couple of months of the season, and it's been a massive turnaround. Um, but I do think you know we're not playing the attacking football he promised um, very often. I, we've seen flashes, um, but we've, we've not seen enough of it. And I think I'm hoping that this season... It, we've kind of played the way we have as a bit of a means to an end a way, you know, to get the points on the board, to get away from the relegation zone and get to safety, which I've got no problem with. Um, as long as we do start seeing this, this different style of football, because I think, um, although we're near enough safe now, and I think he, he did a hell of a lot of credit for that, given where we were, mm. it's not the football that he said he wanted to play in the first place when he came through the door. Um, and I think next season, when he's got the full summer to kind of reshape the squad and bring the players in to do that, I think that's when we need to see it from from Cox and, and from the squad. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting next season because we don't know who's going to be here. Um, we don't know how many of those out-of-contract players will want to stay. Obviously, it sounds like Issa will be on the way. You look at Gilead, McAtee, McGuy, Kev, you know, the, the list. It's, it's all, most of our what you would probably class as our better players on the day. Um, and if, if those go, we've got to get the, the kind of incomings really spot on. Otherwise, I think it's going to be a struggle. We, we're kind of, what, a couple of months away from the end of the season now. As I say, I think he'll probably not chop and change it, but I think he'll favour those who he knows are going to be here next season as we kind of get to safety. Um, and I think, you know, if that means more games for people like Green, um, well, that's great because I think I think he's worth persevering with. I think he's shown. Um, I think we've got a ready-made replacement for Reese. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's everything you just said, Matt. You know, yes, he's a. We know yeah. what he can do. You know, he's obviously a very good player. You know, you can't deny that he was much better last season than he was this season. I, I, you know, it's no secret. I really like Green. You know, I've said it plenty of times on here. I think what you're just saying there, Neil. I think he is the ready. Re- replacement i mean yeah. we just need maybe just a little bit of like fine tuning on his either his final ball or his, his his shot but i mean you look at him yesterday it's obviously he's so quick we know that with the standard of this league you've got a player that's that quick they're going to do damage to defenses aren't they you know mm. defenders can't really contain him and if he's just a little bit sharper in the box then you know we've got a real player there i mean just look at the chances he had you know first half yesterday and and second half as well i've seen at the bar didn't he and there's some power on that shot well that was the thing last night wasn't it he was causing them all sorts of trouble they didn't know how to handle him yeah he's looking good i think i think the thing is we've got to he's remember. another one Matt, though that's getting better every game he's playing yeah. he is yeah and and obviously he's come from non league i know he's been various clubs but um you know i think he's he's come from non league um, you know, he's very raw still, but I think he's got that potential. And I think if you look at sort of his attributes, I think he's actually probably, um, you know, I think he, he could go on and, you know, he's got to fine tune his, his end product. And I think he's, he's got to kind of um, make the right decision at times because at the moment, that's, that's the only thing really that's lacking. When he, when he gets in that final third, he doesn't quite know what to do or he, he overhits things and, um, you know, miss hit shots and things like that. But I think he gets to the in the right positions, uh, and he's a big asset. And I think hopefully, um, you know, with a run in the team, um, he, he can 
go on. I think I agree with Cox, actually. He's got all the attributes to make it at a higher level. Um, but, you know, he's, he's got to bring that consistency to his game. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see whether he can do that. But I've got no issue, you know, if, if it does mean, uh, obviously, he's, uh, he's out last night. Whether he plays again this season, I don't know. But um, if he's not going to be here, I think, you know, you, you probably favour Green ahead of him and, and see what he can do and give him a real chance. Um, but I, I, I'm with you, Brad. I, I like what I see so far. Um, you know, he's, he's a lot to work on. He's a bit of a rough rough diamond, if you like. But I think um, there's definitely a player in there and he's one we can definitely persevere with. I mean, Cox has also intimated recently in interviews, there's a two or three players knocking on the door of the first team. So you'd like to think that once we are safe, once we are, once the points are secure, you'll start to see these players given a chance, so we can have a look at what we've got for next season. Well, I think let's let's maybe tie that into some of the games actually, because we know that Spence is signed up. You know, he's one of the players that was already under contract, and I think with the addition of uh, Karajan, we've sort of maybe overlooked Spence a little bit in some regards, because I think for the, the first half of this season, it was all going a bit wrong, wasn't it? But two of the shining lights of it was Spence and Beast in the middle. When mm. Karajan comes back in, you know, it changes that. He's obviously, it's a great player and it, it's tended to be Karajan and Beast in, which has obviously been working really well. Spence is back in the team for the Sulphur game. And, you know, I, I bring this up because he's worth mentioning because I thought he had an excellent game. And, you know, he sort of maintained that in the next couple of games that we've had more recently. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's another one that seems to improve... Every minute he gets to play on the pitch, his football just gets better and better. And I think you're right. He was outstanding at Salford. Absolutely outstanding. And he, he, the thing we've got now, you know, Carajan, I mean, what a quality player. He's that midfield general that we've been crying out for. We've now got him. All right, limped off again last night, but I hope it's not too much. But yeah, we've got Carajan, we've got Beeston, we've got Spence. We've got some quality players now in midfield. Yeah, I mean, it's at that point where we probably want to keep them all for next season. I know obviously Beeston and Spencer on deals. If we can if we can sign Gem up, I think that would be great. Um, again, you know, there's fitness mark, uh, question marks sorry, over his fitness. Yeah. Um, had a couple of kind of niggling injuries already this season. And that's my only concern with him. Uh, I think when he's on the pitch, he's, he's been really good. And he obviously helps the others through it. Um, I think he's, he's only going to be a, kind of beneficial to their game. I think he's going to bring them on um, a lot. And he's obviously very experienced. Yeah. I think he can he can rub off on them too. But um, but yeah, I think Spence, as you said, Neil, at Salford, he was excellent. I think that was his best game for us. And you know, he does the simple things really well. I think he, he keeps the ball. He rarely loses it. You know, little passes here and there. He's not going to be playing kind of defence splitting balls, but he, he kind of tidies up. He's always kind of in there making Looks comfortable when he's got the ball. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. But he, I think he knows his limitations in the, yeah. the fact that he doesn't kind of overplay it and he's quite happy to kind of um, win the ball and, and move it on to someone else who can maybe... Um, spray the ball around but you know I think he's he's a good player at this level I think he's his ball retention if you look at sort of the stats he's up there with with some of the better players uh, or you know in the league so um, yeah I think he, he's been a good signing I think he has gone a little bit unnoticed and I think since Chem came in um, he, he was forgotten about really wasn't he for a few weeks mm. but I think once he's been given the opportunity um, you know that's what you want to see you want to see players that have maybe had a couple of weeks off, um, come into the side and, and really stake a claim. And I think he's, he's done that. Um, and, you know, I, I do like him. I've, you know, no secret. I, I think he's a good player. And I think next season he's going to be going to be really big for us. Um, and I think one other player we, we do need to mention, sort of coming back into the side and, and playing really well, is McAtee. Because I think he mm-hmm. came on last night. Yeah. And he, obviously, he's been out in the, in the wilderness for a good month now. Um, but he came in last night and I think he, he really did change the game in our favour. Um, again, whether he's going to be here next year, who knows? And do we really, do we know his best position? You know, can we accommodate him in that sort of number 10 role? I don't know. It's, it, these are all kind of questions that um, Cox is, is going to have to kind of find the answers to. Uh, but I think last night he came on and, uh, you know, he, it was probably his best sort of, I don't know, he wasn't on the pitch that long, but it was his best performance in, in a while and he kind of tried to make things happen. I think that's what we need to see more, mm. more from him, really. Um, and is, is this another situation where if KVV does go, then we've already got McAtee. If we can persuade McAtee to stay, then there's an immediate replacement there as well. 
Yeah, you know, it's an interesting one. I don't know. I don't know whether he's worth another deal. I think because of his age, I think the club will offer him something anyway because they'll be able to cash in and at least get some money for him if he does go. Mm. Um, I think that there may be some question marks from from other clubs about his, his attitude at times. I think, um, you know, even Cox has kind of mentioned that at times. Um, maybe letting him down a little bit um, but I think last night if, if we see that on a more regular basis when he is given the opportunity then he's one that you'd, you'd probably say you know he can make things happen he can he can score goals he can create um, he's, he's a good you know technical player um, can we really afford to let him go and I think someone someone mentioned to me earlier on we were talking about a couple of players and he said, you know, that at times in League Two that you've got to make sure that you, if you let a player go, you can replace him with, with someone better. And I think that's the same mm. as sort of Gilead as well. I think if Gilead goes, can we replace him with someone better at League Two level? I don't think we can. And I think with McAtee, you know, we, we need to see more consistency from him. I think we do need to see at times... We've, we've criticised him when he's, he's not put a shift in when he's come on as a sub and we kind of won the up and everyone's all hands on deck really and he, he's not really been too bothered but I think in terms of his all-round sort of game and what he can bring on his day I think he's, he's maybe worth another deal and um, you look at Howland he's another one another good player obviously can score goals can create and, and he's a player I really like but again fitness is is a massive issue with him and I think if you had to choose between the two at the moment even though Hallam when he does play he looks good I think you'd have to say we'd, we'd try and keep McAtee out of the two and that's you know it's a big shame because I do like Hallam but you know can we offer a contract to a player who's maybe only going to give us 10 games a season um, I don't know if we can anymore I think, I think with McAtee he's a bit like a delicate it depends what mood he's in when he turns up to play yeah, if his head's in the right place and he wants to play, it can be a bit of quality. If he's not that bothered, things don't go right for him within the first five or ten minutes, and he starts to sulk. That's when we've got a problem. Obviously, yeah. you know, last night comes on, and it's sort of the player we saw, you know, last season or the season before, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. That that's it. I mean, the most frustrating thing, and it's it's not just McAtee. We, we've seen it with, with many players down the years. Hakeem, you know, perfect example. We know he can do it, and we know, you know, on, on his day, he can create, he can score, he can he can beat a man, he can, you know, really good player at this level. But we didn't see it enough, and I think with with Hakeem, you know, he's really, if you look back at sort of his career and and you you think of the really good games, you can't think of that many where you think he was absolutely outstanding. There was kind of the odd <laughs> moment of brilliance, but. If you look back and kind of marked him on every single appearance, I think you'd, you'd find more threes and fours than eights and nines. And mm. I think we're, we're kind of at the stage where at League Two, you need consistency, at least, you know, a six, seven out of ten every week. Like uh, Lee Ridley always used to be that, didn't he, when he played? He, yeah. you, you knew what you were going to get. He was never brilliant, but you knew he was going to be a... He was consistent, kind of, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, steady performer. Sean McAllister was another yeah. one that kind of springs to mind. Um, never going to pull any trees up, but you know he does does well, does a job, and 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 does it well week in week out. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. To be honest, it's a it's a very difficult situation for Cox to be in because uh, obviously there's there's a lot of players out of contract. There may be a lot of players that have already said you know they they intend to leave. I don't know. Obviously. Um, we've not really heard anything on the the contract talks, um, but yeah, I think I think you're right with McAtee. I think when he gets the opportunity, all he can do now is he's kind of um, put in another shift like last night, show what he can do. And I think if he does that, then you know it's a decision Cox has got to make because I think we may have an option on him. I'm not 100, percent but I, I presume we've got an option in the deal that we can extend it if we if we want to. So. Um, yeah, be it'll be interesting. But um, if he plays like last night, then then he's a player that you probably want to keep. And given his age, I think he he, he is an asset. But um, you know, we've we've got to see more. We've got to see it on a more consistent basis. You mentioned Gilead there, and I want to come on to him actually because when you're talking about players that sort of do it consistently, I think that is the general consensus of Gilead you know people say you know he's he's a solid player, sort of a seven out of ten every game, something like that. But actually. I think he's more than that. And, you know, for me, I I would say he's my player of the season so far. Um, I think if I was in charge, he would be the one that I would be 
you know, first on the list, trying to sign up for next season. And I think actually we've got a bit of an example of this over the last couple of games. I think he brings more going forward than people give him credit for. I mean, you look at the changes in the team for the Exeter game, and it's not just this, you know, that's not the only reason why it didn't work that game. But we didn't have much options, and we can talk about that in terms of the game. It wasn't, you know, we didn't look like, you know, we knew what to do really at times. And, you know, Gilead wasn't starting in that game. He's obviously come back in. And, you know, we looked a little bit more lively in Orient. And obviously there's a chance for him, potential penalty shout there. I, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and, and again, Oldham, you know, he, I think he brings more than people realise. I mean, so maybe just some thoughts on Gilead and maybe in, in relation to, you know, what was going on at Exeter as well. Well, I think when Gilead's not on the pitch, you notice that he's not on the pitch because he gives you so much when he is. And you're right. And was it? It was extreme. He was dropped, wasn't he? I think and, so. Yeah. And we just we we missed Gilead because he just gives you options all the time. When, and he's another one that when he's got the ball, you feel confident when he's on the ball. Very rarely does he give it away. Nine times out of ten, the passes that he puts in, the crosses he puts in, are quality. Yeah, I think last night that was one of the another issue I had. We didn't really get him on the ball that much, um, especially sort of in that second half. Um, and he is one that can kind of make things happen. I, I don't think he's going to kind of win win your games on a regular basis. I don't think he's like a you know, not that Isa can, but Isa could pop up with with a goal every a world every Yeah, exactly, and, and win your games yeah. out of nothing. Um, all right, Gilead's scored a couple uh, but I don't think he's, he's that kind of player but I think he is very important to this team um, and I, I would agree with you Brad I think he's he's one that if we can keep him uh, I definitely would I think um, could we really replace him with, with anyone any better I don't think we could I think he's probably um, one of the most consistent performers at this level I think um, yeah I think you've just got to try and keep him for next season and hope that um he, he wants to. And I think hopefully, you know, I think he's, he seems fairly happy. You know, he's been here now, what, a couple of seasons. I think he seems fairly happy, but I think he would want to see that there's a bit... He'd want to play at a higher level, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but I think I think he may stay, but he'd want to see a bit of ambition um, from the club. So, you know, he's not going to want to stick around. Obviously, he's played League One. Uh, or he's, he, you know, he's, he's not going to want to stick around and play at the bottom of League Two. Um, but, you know, if, if the plan's in place and he can see that the club are aiming for sort of promotion and, and the playoffs next season, then, you know, hopefully he'll stick around and you can start to build a team around him. Because I think he is very important. I think um, at this level, you'll, you'll, you won't find many players that will produce, um, you know, so consistently. And I think that's, he, you know, he, he's... He deserves a lot of credit for that because I think, as you say, I think he, even though he's been off the boil a little bit recently, um, when he's out of the team against Exeter, you really kind of notice. Um, mm. I think at times in the last month, sort of six weeks, he's not had a massive influence on games. But as you say, as soon as he's taken out, um, you can see what he brings and you can see what he offers. And I think um, yeah, he'd, he'd be one of the first, actually, out of the out-of-contract players, he'd be one of the first I'd try and tie down, um, definitely. What do you make of the Exeter game? Obviously, I know it's not one to dwell on, really, is it? But, you know, what, what did you make? Because it was, it was very disappointing at the time, you know. It, and I know, obviously, the commentary, you know, Tom Newey, they, you know, they were saying it's up there with one of the worst performances they've seen this season. Would, would you agree with that? Or do you think it was just a case that Exeter were just a lot better? I totally agree with what Tom Newey said. And I think we just gave Exeter too much respect. Yeah, it frustrated me because... Earlier in the season, we went to Exeter with, you know, a, a very weak side. Um, and actually, I think that day we were very unlucky not to to at least get a point and maybe even win the game on, on the balance of chances. Um, and I just thought at home, uh, I know we're obviously struggling a little bit at home trying to, trying to get wins. We don't seem to be able to turn it into a fortress. Um, but I think I was expecting a little bit more. And then you see the team and you see sort of the changes he's made and you're thinking again, you know, is he targeting games? Is he looking at the game at the weekend as, as a more winnable um, fixture? And, you know, on paper it probably is, but I think when you're at home, you don't have a shot on target. That's my concern really. Um, and I think last night, you know, we, we probably had more shots last night than we've had any game this season, yeah. uh, barring, barring yeah. the Colchester game. So, you know, 
okay, the opposition weren't as good. And I think the way they play kind of um, so open at times kind of was the reason we got in and, and had that many chances. Uh, but that was, yeah, that was the main concern for me that we didn't do anything. And we've seen that too many times this season. And I just hope next season, you know, we're not targeting games because at the end of the day, yes, Exeter have got some good players. I think Jay had a really good game and, and looks a real talent at this level and um, scored a lot of goals, scored again against us. Um, but are they really that good? Did we really give Rory McCardle anything to do? Um, Everyone's league two for a reason. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. And I think with McCardle, I mean, we saw him week in, week out in league one. Um, <laughs> get ripped to pieces. Well, he was. He was, and he was ripped to pieces. And I know, obviously, Cox wasn't here at the time, but there's still players here from, from that period. Obviously, Kev, there's a few other players that have played alongside him. Clark. Um, we know his limitations, and the one thing he is good at, generally, is, is heading balls that are straight to his head. Um, That's and, what we gave him the opportunity to do on the night. Exactly. And if you do that, you're going to struggle because, you know, that, that is what he's there to do. Yeah. Uh, we never once got Green or Issa or anyone like that round the back of him and made him turn. And that's the, that's the thing with McArdle. As soon as he's got to turn and run, um, he's, in, he's in trouble and he's struggling. Yeah. And we never, we never tried to do that. And that was the big um, concern for me that night, that we, we knew um, you know, how we could kind of exploit that uh, weakness. And, and we didn't. And, um, we gave yeah, him an easy game, didn't we, really? We did. I don't think he'll have an easy game all season. And, no. Um, I think he, he did okay. But, yeah, we never put him under any pressure. And I think for Exeter, that was probably their easiest win of the season. We just didn't do anything. And um, it was so comfortable for them. And they, they definitely deserved it. I mean, they, they created a couple of chances. Uh, but, again, there wasn't that much in it. Um, they were the better side and they deserved to win. But if we'd have actually shown a bit of ambition and, and kind of, gone for it and, and tried to create a couple of chances then um, then who knows because there's not let's be honest there's not many good teams in this division I've seen a couple of decent teams um, they're probably up there with sort of in the top three or four teams I've seen but you know there's not much between anyone in, in this division um, and that was another real uh, disappointment another kind of three points or more points chucked away because I think if we'd have actually attempted to get anything from the game, we could have easily drawn that game. But you said it earlier about no efforts on target in the entire 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's just shocking. It is. It it is. And especially at home, um, there's there's no real excuse for that. Um, You're not playing sort of, you're not (laughs) playing a Premier League team in the FA Cup. And and even then you'd expect a couple of chances. Um, And we've seen that a couple of times this season. And and for that to happen, um, yeah, it's it's not good, is it? But I think, um, again... You look kind of where we were, you look where we are now. I, I am just thankful, really, that we're looking relatively safe. I think a few more points will, will get us over the line because at times it, it did look desperate. and We were worried, weren't we? Let's be honest. We were very worried looking at that, um, especially defensively. Uh, you just you couldn't see us keeping a clean sheet. You couldn't see it was keeping... Uh, well, we were letting four or five in at the start of the season, weren't we? Yeah. Most games. Exactly, yeah, and um, generally when that happens, especially so early on as well, you, you just you are fearing the worst, and, and it is a long way back. So I think yes, we've we've got into a relatively good position. I think we've at times shown we can play a bit. I don't think it's it's been enough, um, but as I say, moving forward, you you just hope that um, now we're there, now we're more or less there and, and safe. We do see a little bit more sort of adventure, if you like, just just trying to. Um, you know, create things and, and excite the fans. I know the fans aren't there, but I think there's a lot of fans that would be uh, very frustrated watching some of the football we've been served up this season from the terraces. Well, uh, but it's the extra game a, primarily, which is what I'm saying. You don't know which United's going to turn up. There's still a case as well to say it's not just a given that everybody's going to come back. You know, well, yeah. it, it, people yeah. got used to watching it like this. You know, are they all going to return? I, I don't know if they will or not. Um, so yeah. should we look at Orient then just briefly because I think we do change a bit then and you know we are trying a little bit more and we're creating a few more chances and actually the goal we score uh, goal. is a really nice goal it's a great ball in from Kev from their point of view you know it's poor defending if we'd done that you know we'd be criticising that of course mm. um, but equally 
Loft has to get in the right position. You know, he's got to put it away. And I think it's a nice, it's a nice little link up there. It's it's something we'd not seen in the previous couple of games. I think Neil, you were on Humberside, weren't you? Um, I think at the weekend. I know you were discussing yeah. Kevin Loft for there. So you know, Loft I thought had a very very good game. Certainly first half at Leighton Orient. So what what are you making of that? I I think I think Kevin Van Veen could change positions with Loft, and I think we'd see more of an end product. Because I think Kevin's struggling where he is and he's not finishing. I think the partnership is there and has got potential. I don't think we're going to see the potential come to fruition because I think we'll lose Kev. But I think a fit Kevin Van Veen, the two of them would work better together. Because I think, yeah. I mean, Loft did have a good game, didn't he, Orion? Oh, he had a quality game. He was brilliant. And as I said, it was a great finish. Mm-hmm. You've got to be there on the end of the ball to put it in the back of the net. And that's exactly where he was. And it was a great cross. I, th- I think the frustrating thing for me is we know Kev's got that in his locker, but he's taking all the free kicks, he's taking <laughs> all the corners, and he's obviously whipping balls in like that. And yes, we've scored from it. But for me... and That's because he's not fit then, clearly. Well, maybe, but maybe it's that he, he can deliver a good ball in. I think he, last night yeah. he whipped in three or four. Yeah. Um, you just want him in the middle. For, I just want him in the middle. You just want think, him on the end of it, don't you? Yeah, you look at kind of the players that we've got in the box and, all right, maybe one of the centre-backs. I know Manny's chipped in with a couple. and um, You know, <clears throat> there's always that chance of a, of a centre-back getting on the end of it. And, and Bidot actually gets on quite a few, actually. He's, you know, I think he should have scored, him. actually, the other night. Yeah, he's, he's had a few like that recently where he's, he's got in the right place and, and he's got on the end of it and he just can't quite divert it in. And... Um, yeah, for me, you know, your best striker or, you know, you know someone who uh, you know um, knows where the net is out on the wing. I don't know. I don't know if that's the best use of, of Kev. Um, who knows? I think he puts a good ball in the box. I think that's why he's doing it. Um, who else have we got that can do that? Yeah, exactly. There is that. There is that's that the problem, well. isn't it? Well, I mean, look, there is in that game, obviously, is the moment where Kev is in the box, isn't he? And it's the little bit of miscommunication between the keeper and the defender, and he's, he's round the back of him. I mean, what, what do you reckon? Do you think it was a penalty or not? My first instinct was he was he just tripped. I thought the, the Gilead one looked a clearer penalty, but I think the ref just sort of lost control of the game for that sort of five minutes. There was two or three moments, really, that could have been penalties. At the time, I thought there was no other reason for Kev to go down. But then when I watched it back... I wasn't sure if it was a penalty or not. So but I agree with you. At that point, not only were Orient rattled, so was the referee. Yeah, he was. And I think actually it was a shame because he'd refed it up to that yeah, point. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah, He was yeah. all right. And he was one of the better ones we've had. And I think it was kind of 10 minutes where he, as you say, completely lost control. Um, I think the one on Gilead is, is a red card. It's a red card. You know, he's, yeah. <clears throat> he's brought him down. Uh, last man. Well, whether he's last man or not, there's obviously a defender. He's never going to get across and, and cover that, I don't think. You know, he would have to be very quick and make up a lot of ground to get across and, and get a tackle in. And I think, um, yeah, that was, a, that was a red card for me. And I think he, he bottled that one. And then for Kev, I mean, at the time, I thought penalty. Um, I've slowed it down. I've, I've watched it frame by frame. And I think <laughs> there, is, there is contact. Um, there is contact with the back of his, his, car, with his calf. Yeah, but is there um, enough contact? For me, yes, because I think he, he's going to roll it in. And I think he's... Why would he go down when, when all he has to do is roll it in? I don't think he slips. I think there is contact and I think he's, he's felt that contact and gone down. Yeah. Um, and again, if there's contact, is that a red card? I think, although it's an accident and, you know, there's obviously the guy goes to clear the ball, but he doesn't get the ball. He, he catches Kev um, mm. and... For me, it's, it's a penalty and, and arguably another red card because he makes no attempt to kind of um, win the ball as such with a tackle. It's, it's kind of, he's completely missed it and, and caught Kev. So, um, yeah, it could have, could have easily been a penalty and a red. Um, it's just one of those. We're, just, we're not getting those decisions. And um, I think of the two, you could probably be more agreed with the Gilead one because that was just obvious. Um, and obviously Spence as well had, had one and yeah. whether... I think that was a bit of a dive. I think he was just trying to win something in that sort of frantic five, ten minutes where they were um, they were kind of losing it, weren't they? I think Orient were 
Mm. Head really. Well, and, that's the thing. I mean, and if if one of them's given and you score that penalty, and, and if we and you know and if we finish that two one, you'd say yeah, fair enough. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, all you have to do is just look at the highlights again. I mean, that's what I did for make the notes for this, and you know, a lot of it is just us shooting at them. You know. Yeah, I think we we needed that, didn't we? And I think, as you say, if we got the goal, if if we got a goal or we got a penalty or something like that, I think I think it would have been game over because they just mm. looked they were poor yeah. and. They looked uh, shocking, didn't they? Yeah, especially yeah. defensively, they 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 looked really poor. And I know Loft had the late chance. I think it was a good ball over from Jem, uh, good crossover, and Loft wins header really well. I think it's it's a fairly comfortable save for the keeper. Um, difficult. It's a shame. It's a shame as well that we essentially just gifted them the goal. Really, I mean, you know, it's that free kick in, isn't it? And he's just great free kick. Though it's it? great, great free, free kick, kick, but the man in the box, he's just completely unmarked. And it's yeah. If you if you've got that much space and you've got that much time. You know, a decent player is going to be able to head that in. Yeah, I thought, um, again, you know, he's one of the biggest players on the pitch and we've got to do better with that. I think one of our players, I can't remember who it was, but I think they may have been blocked off. I think he was probably marking him and then got blocked off. But that's, at the end of the day, that's part and parcel of, of the game. And I think we've, we've got to defend it a little bit better. And whether Howard, um, it sounded like Cox after the game kind of backed Howard up and, and said that he's told him to stay on his line for those. Um and if he has, that that's fine. He's um, got to be defended better by by the players in front of him. Uh, but I, yeah, I think you're right. Now I think it was a good ball in. I think it was a good header. Um, we should have defended it better. But mm. I think it is difficult to kind of defend that sort of delivery. And that's that kind of delivery is what we miss at times. Yeah, that's, that's probably why why Kev is taking them because he can kind of whip them in like that yeah. rather than float them in as we've we've seen. Um, a lot this it was season. a Josh Morris free kick, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, well whipped in, and it was it was frustrating. And I think actually on balance, it's although it's two good crosses for the goals. Obviously, Kev's ball in, great ball in, and, and Lofty's got on the end of it, and, and uh, you know it's it's good. Uh, it's a good finish and good goal from Lofty's point of view. They won't be happy that the defenders let that over his head and and Lofty in. So I think um, yeah, on balance, it was. Two defensive errors, really, and, and two goals. But I think, yeah, it, it was two points dropped. Um, the overall performance, absolutely, two points dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Idea. And yeah. It's, it's a shame because if you're looking at games as the Exeter game, for example, and, and maybe resting a couple of players and, and um, you know, leaving them out with Orient in mind, you've got to go to Orient and... and you've got to get the result. Yeah. Justify that and back that up. And we didn't. And, um, yeah, that, that's the most frustrating thing. But again... We could have, you know, on, on another day, you know, months ago, we'd have lost that game, wouldn't we? Yeah. So I think there has been progress made. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's still a lot to work on. And but I Salford think, again, I think Salford was there for the taking. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I think that one's a more sort of, I was quite happy with the point from that one, to be fair. You know, yeah. especially before the game. Yeah, but I think we could have. But I think last night was the one, really. And you, you, you see it from the uh, the interviews from all the players. You know, I think I've seen two or three been put out today. And most of them are saying, you know, that basically, you know, a point was the minimum that we deserved from the game. And I think on the first half, certainly. I mean, as uh, we've already sort of alluded to the game, but let's, let's have a look at it, the Oldham one. Uh, yeah, first half, it's two, well, it's two very different halves, isn't it? And first half, mm-hmm. it's, it's a pretty good game. Uh, it's very open. Probably one of the best 45 yeah. minutes we've had for a long time. I could go with that. It was, I mean, it was entertaining, wasn't it? And that's yeah. something that it's not been for a while, really. You know, regardless of results and things like that, that was, I think, a genuinely entertaining half of football. And if we have well, more I put like out that, on social media great. at half time, what a cracking game of football that was in the first 45 minutes. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, we did, obviously, we need to be a little bit more clinical. There's reasons to say we could have been two or three up. But yeah, if if we play more games, well, in the style like that, that first half next season, then I think a lot of people will be all right with that. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree. I think the first half was, I mean, it, it was lacking a bit of quality, but I think there was two teams yeah. on the go. Um, the two teams playing kind of, they were trying to play quite expansive stuff. And I think it it left gaps didn't it and I think we exploited those to a point I think Green had a really good first half um, he terrorised the defence didn't yeah, he yeah he did and I think the thing is if you're going to give him space and sort of 10-15 yards to run into and, and kind of get into full flight then you're in trouble really and yeah. I think that, that's what they did um, but yeah it was on the whole you look at some of the games and, and 
the Orient game, that, that first half was was awful. I think the commentator kind of mentioned, well, I can't remember, they were, they were talking about beards, I think, at one yeah. point. That, that kind of uh, <laughs> illustrated how bad it was uh, at times. But I think last night, you're right, I think there was there was a bit more um, to kind of, a bit more entertainment. And, and that's what we want to see, really, especially, um, you know. Well, all you have good. to do is compare it to the second half, really. Because, yeah. you know, we just didn't come back out. And it's it, within one game, you could, you know, this could quite easily, it's what you were saying earlier, Neil, you know, you don't know which Gunthorp side's coming out. They were mm. two very different performances, you know, and it's like the mm. first half is potentially, yes, everything you've just said, Matt, about, you know, the edge and the, you know, the finishing and everything like that. Yeah, it's completely right. But it's like, that is what we can do. But far too often this season, we've seen this second half. We play like the second half. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the second half got a bit desperate at times. I think they they didn't really do anything, did they? And I think no. they had a lot of possession, but it was sort of hopeful balls and that kind of passing. And although although the first half, it was a bit sloppy at times in possession, um, we we were a bit more, we played with a bit more purpose. And I think second half, we kind of lost that. I, to be honest, I didn't see the goal and I've still not seen it. I was... Well, I've seen it, and it's yeah. uh, it's from the corner, and it's it was it, just one of these things where it's like, once that goal goes in, we, I don't really think we know what to do with it. I mean, it's just a, a corner in. There's sort of a couple of headers in the box. It it falls out, or it's partly cleared out. It's the guy who's on the edge of the box. It it is a nice strike. Is it's, it's a good strike. I think keepers probably unsighted because of the amount of people in the box mm. but he hits it well I think the, the the actual goal is not the issue I think for me it's the the build-up to it you know there's plenty of opportunities where we could just cut it out or get it out of the yeah. box you know and we don't we didn't do that so it's not the actual strike I think he took that well you know if one of our players had done that we'd be pleased with it it's just it was just little lapses in concentration again like, we didn't we didn't like we, saw with the ball, we should have done yeah, yeah exactly it, it's just yeah. a little switching off and then I think I think we struggled after that you know I mean yeah we get the goal really late on don't we but we I don't know we didn't really have that attacking threat until maybe the last five minutes yeah when he made that he made that double change didn't he well yeah McAtee came on and and how actually we should mention him because I thought he did pretty well when he came on he did yeah he gave us a bit more um going forward than than Rowe I think uh Rowe's okay I I don't mind him I think he's, he's solid enough I think um you know, with with a few more games under his belt, it'll, it'll only be it'll be another one that'll only go on and improve. Um, but for me, at the moment, having seen having seen sort of how last night, I think for me, he'd get the nod at the weekend. Uh, I think he Teddy Howe, we were saying that off. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah. gives it a bit more going forward. Um, looks okay defensively from what I've seen. I know we've not seen too much of him, um, but I think uh, yeah, he, he tries to get forward and tries to make things happen. And I think actually it kind of did force the issue a little bit last night. I think um, we've, we've kind of mentioned McAtee already, uh, Hallam again. Um, I think his introduction helped a little bit. And actually we, we, yeah, we did kind of try and get some more balls into the box and eventually he obviously paid off. And Some think- of the best football we played in the second half happened in that period didn't it oh it did yeah I mean the, the I first mean, the ball in the ball in for the goal itself I mean it's a really nice ball in from Junior Brown isn't it and again oh, in yeah. a way it's a very similar goal to the Orient one that Loft scored you know it's a great ball in and Hallam's you know he's there and it's he's he's open isn't he but it, it's it's a difficult one to put away mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really good ball in and I think if it if that was O'Malley then we'd, we'd have been hearing about it all yeah, night exactly. on, on yeah. Twitter <laughs> uh, but unfortunately from his mum <laughs> yeah, but O'Malley's um, obviously he's not out of favour. I wouldn't say he's out of favour, but at the moment, um, obviously Brown's got the nod ahead of him. I, I don't think Brown's doing a lot wrong, to be honest. I know he's, he's getting a bit of stick for um, a couple of little bits in games. I think the the free kick at Orient and a few other things, but um, on the whole, he's not really done anything wrong. And I think because we've seen what O'Malley can offer, and Actually, of the two, I would still like to see O'Malley play. I'm, I'm also in that camp, but I think we've got to recognise when Brown has a decent game. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the... look, he's he's still a very good player, you know. And he's think about when we re-signed. You know, it was the first time we had him was it was it a season ago, two seasons ago? Two you know, seasons ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, at that point, he was one of the best left backs we'd had for years. Well, I mean, yeah. Townsend aside, uh, but it, you know, he's he was a great player when we re-signed him. We 
at a point where we're saying, look, the defence isn't looking great. We need a bit of experience. He came in, he did that. And as you say, Matt, I think there's maybe one game as a whole where he's not been great. I think it's probably the one where he got sent off. But apart from that, he's, he is being good and it should be recognised. Yeah, and I can understand, you know, p- people obviously want to see O'Malley in there. And O'Malley, hopefully, is the future of, of the club. And, um, you know, he's been very impressive when he's played. Um, but, yeah, on the, on the other hand, you've got to recognise when Brown's had a good game. It was a great cross last night. It was a decent performance from him. I think he had a, an effort in the first half, which he was unlucky with. I think yeah. he hit that really well. Um, and yeah, I think he's been getting a bit of bit of stick unnecessarily, really, because O'Malley's on the touchline. And I think it, we're just in that position where we've got two capable left backs. Um, obviously, people want to see O'Malley given an opportunity. Given um, you know, we've seen some really good performances this season from him, and and hopefully, you know, you'd like to think he's going to be sort of a mainstay in the side next season. Um, but you know, let, let's get safe. I think if Brown gives us a bit bit more experience in the next few weeks um, and then you can look at O'Malley and, and give him a good run and, and see what he can do but there's no kind of um, question in O'Malley's potential I think we've, we've said he's, he's a fantastic talent and there was a time a few weeks ago when we were saying he should be playing in, in front of Brown mm-hmm. uh, at the moment I don't think Brown's doing much kind of wrong to drop him uh, I think you know if, if O'Malley comes in, it'll be to freshen things up a little bit. And, and you're confident in them both, really, I would say. Um, both both able at this level. And um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, just a little bit unnecessary, some of the stick he's been getting. And I'm pleased that he, he kind of whipped that ball in last night. It was it was a great delivery. And um, Hallam, you know, I think it was it was a good finish. It was a difficult finish on the yeah. volley, um, sort of stretching for it as well. But I think he finished it really well. And um, that's the shame because obviously 30 seconds later... later yeah. It's such a it's kind of innocuous pass. It's just a pass out wide. And mm. Yeah, it was a nothing moment, really, wasn't it? And it's just yeah, pulled he's gone down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's not like he's he's in a, into a challenge. It's not like he's sort of overstretched or anything like that. It's just a simple pass, and and that's it. And you just hope it's it's nothing serious because I mean he's had so many setbacks. Um, and I, I said on Twitter last night, he's Luke Williams, isn't he? It's, yeah, it's mm. the same sort of situation. It is. Which is a shame. It is a shame because, like you say, he's he's obviously got bags mobility, and you know, if we could have seen him at his prime, he'd have been a great player, I'm sure. Yeah, and you just hope. I mean, he he's one that it's a big question mark whether we keep him next season. I think you know, one thing in the favour, he's probably going to be cheap. Um, But can you afford really to to have a squad player that's not going to be? play in many games and I think again we, it depends on who stays and who goes though doesn't it I mean yeah. it's like we, we're just assuming players are going to stay or some are going to go and it it yeah, until those contracts are done or until you know Cox knows who he's got I, that's that question remains really doesn't it yeah Jordan Clark's still here and look at the injuries he's had over the last two seasons well that, that's true and I think with with Clark we're probably seeing it, his best sort of run of games, his longest run of games. Mm. He's been really good at centre back. That is worth pointing out. He's been really probably good at more back. comfortable than he is at right back. For me. Yeah, I think so. Well, if I'm I think, honest, I think so, and I think it, it's probably due to the fact he doesn't have to move as much. You know, he's not up and down, and I think that probably um, that's what Tom Newey said last night. Though I think, if I remember, yeah, and that's what you're saying, Matt. He, he's also bringing out you know the best in Bordeaux that's this is yeah. these runner games is probably the best we've seen Bordeaux play as well yeah I think you know I had no issues with Clark dropping back in there I think he I knew he'd do a decent job and I think um you know he's not having to get up and down I think attacking wise he's not been the same as he I mean we saw him sort of under Alexander and uh, you know flying up the and even Robbins at a time flying up the right wing and, and crossing balls in. We've not really seen that, and I think you, you've got to think about his age. You've got to think about the injuries he's had. Um, he's not that player anymore, is he? And I think we've got to we've got to remember that. But I think um, and equally, yeah. it's you know it's different managers as well. He might be instructed that that's that's not the sort of game we want to be playing at the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe so. But I think I think moving, yeah moving him in there really I mean we didn't have many other options but I think he, he's been fine I think he's been great it's worked night, though wasn't it yeah yeah. I think last night he probably just shaded man of the match again for me last mm-hmm. night um, and yeah as you say I think those two obviously we've had a few question marks over Bideau I think we know there's a player in there but can we see it regularly and, and can we cut out the mistakes from his game um, and he has done for the past few weeks I think he, he's looked good uh, and he's another one in the summer there's, there's going to be a big 
sort of um, question to to ask, well answer really. Well, this is it. I mean, we've got we've got four centre backs at the club. Five, if you consider Clark. You know, I'd have thought one of them's going to be going at least. Mm. Yeah, and again, now you know another injury for Magai. Well, it'll come down um, to him and Bado, won't it? Because obviously Manny and Taft have signed up. Yeah, uh, and you look at it. Obviously, Magai is probably one of the largest, biggest earners. I think. Yes, he's he's a very good player at this level, but I think he will probably be looking, can he get back to League One and can he get that move to League One? I think, you know, he's capable of playing at that level, but the problem is his injuries. And I know it's it's been a difficult season this year, stop start, he's not had a pre-season, um, but every time he comes back, he's breaking down with, with either the same or, or something else. And again, I think, You've, you've got to look at it and you've got to weigh it up. If that, you know, will a full pre-season help that? And will a full pre-season strengthen, strengthen him up again? And can we get a full season out of him? And I think if you can get a full season out of him, brilliant. Um, but if not, he's probably one, again, that you're looking at, can we, can we move him on? Um, which is a shame because, you know, he's a good player. But again, you, you've got to weigh these things up. And you've got Manny who's, um, you know, shown he's capable and, and Taft, uh, been really good as well so those two look good at, at this level and look capable at this level and I think the guy is probably going to be the one that ends up leaving um, again it'd be interesting to see what happens with Bordeaux I think there is a lot of talent there I think you you still kind of got to remember he's only 21 I think um, you said earlier there is a player in there definitely oh, yeah. definitely yeah and I think he's won I mean he's. I think he's already gone from uh, Berry to where was it uh, Villa for a million uh, so yeah. that there is potential there um, and you know I'd like to see him get another year actually um, just to see where that goes and I think the problem is with Manny um, again there's question marks there I know <clears throat> he's had a bit of a stop start season himself but he's he's not never really been fit has he and he, he's played well um, even though he's not been fit but again you've got to get him a, a good pre-season under his belt um, if he's going to kind of get through the full season next season. And um, I think Badeau has shown in the last few weeks that he's, he may be worth another deal. Um, I don't know. I think it's the jury's still out on that one, but, you know, I wouldn't be... Um, yeah, I'd probably like to see him stay, actually. I think just to wrap up with, because obviously we've been going on a little bit here, actually, um, let's just have a look ahead next couple of games. Obviously, it's still Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, isn't it? I think South End next and then Bradford. What, what sort of things are you looking for from those games? Six points. Yeah, got to be, hasn't it? We have to. I think South End are there for the... T- Again, if the, if the Salford United turn up on Saturday, I think we can beat South End. But if the Exeter United turn up, then I think we'll lose. That's again. That's the frustrating thing. Which yeah. team's going to turn up on Saturday? Yeah, I think I think you're spot on. I think it's uh, if you win that, I think you you we're more or less there, aren't we? I think yeah. you win that, you beat Bradford. I think we're then probably pretty much safe. Yeah, and then we've got a, a run of games where you know we can we can kind of hopefully. Um, maybe see O'Malley back and, and maybe try a few more things and, and actually try and entertain and, and play some good football. But, um, but yeah, I think it, it's a must win. And I think we've, we've, we owe him one really for, I mean, that performance at oh, South. We were shocking yeah, at yeah. Brutal. Yeah, Absolutely it was, shocking. And it, it was probably one on that run. You could see it coming actually, because we'd, we'd won a couple of games and, um, you know, they were really struggling and obviously still are really struggling. And, um, yeah, you could see it coming a mile off, and it was another one we just didn't turn up. And um, I, I, there's been too many of those this season. Mm. It, it, it's just one of those games. We've just got—it's not a six-pointer, but you know, just turn up, play well, do the job, and, and get the points, and, and we're nearly there. And um, you just hope that we do do that, and we, we see it as a winnable game, and see it as a game where we can maybe get a few few goals and, and create a few um, few chances because uh, you know Southend are awful and. Um, you know, we we should be winning it, especially at home. So uh, I think Bradford obviously um, had that good run. Maybe come a little bit unstuck in in the last couple of games, but um, that's a tough game. And I think if you get three points against Southend, it then takes the pressure off that, that game a little bit. Um, and again, I mean that that game that was called off against Bradford, I know it didn't <laughs> we didn't see much of it, um, but they didn't look great, did they? Uh, again, no. they've gone on a really good run, but really. You know, they're not that great and uh, it's two winnable games and I'd agree with you Neil I think uh, two home games you've got to be looking at six points 
Yeah, you have to because then obviously we've got Crawley, we've got Crawley Town at home Good Friday, and that's not going to be an easy game. Uh, right, let's leave it there then, I think. Um, so, yeah, I've enjoyed that one. Um, we'll probably group another couple of games on the next podcast. So, like we say, it's Saturday, Tuesday. For some reason, we can't record on the Sunday. It just puts us back slightly. Record it Monday night, edit Tuesday. By the time it goes up, Tuesday dinner time, it's already out of date for the for the uh, the game that <laughs> evening. So, it's you know, it, a couple of these games end up getting grouped, but it's uh, I've quite enjoyed doing them like this, actually. Uh, yeah. Nice change. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for listening to this one, and we'll see you on the next one. At Tiger Self Storage, we offer both commercial and domestic storage to allow us to cater to all your storage requirements. We care about our clients, and that is why we offer up to six weeks free storage for all new clients. Our facility has state-of-the-art security with 24-hour CCTV, an alarmed and gated property, and personal access codes for maximum security. We also sell high-quality storage merchandise at low prices. If you're looking for storage for moving home, general decluttering, or maybe even storage for your business, Tiger Self Storage has a unit for you. For a free quote, visit our website, tiger-storage.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 